Hello and thanks for listening to our podcast, Institutional Insights. I'm Steph Williams, Communications Specialist, and today I'm joined with our Chief Customer Officer, Dave Poulton, and a very special guest. We are delighted to welcome Dennis Cannon, who back in 1986 was put in charge of a new business unit at Legal in General called Bulk Purchase Annuities, or BPA, which is known today as our pension risk transfer business. Dennis was given a seven-word remit when he took charge. See what you can make of it. We're grateful to Dennis for kindly taking time out of his retirement to talk to us about the origins and the history of our PRT business. Welcome both and thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Um, Dennis, can we start by giving our listeners a bit of an intro into when you first joined LNG? Well, I started at LNG in September 1973 as a trainee actuary and I've always worked in pensions. But then in 1986, I was working in what they called rates and research. There was an announcement of uh, some changes. So they were going to set up these new two new teams. It was BPA and Group Risk. There was myself and, and another actuary called Patrick Hogley. And uh, Patrick was the senior actuary, so he was given the choice. So he said he said he would have Group Risk and he said I could have BPA and the staff. But there was only eight of us, I think, at the time. So that's that's how it kicked off. Thanks, Dennis. It's amazing to think that since you started, our business has now over 30 years experience in the PRT market, and we've also insured over 3,500 pension schemes so far. Um, Can you tell us a bit about some of the earlier PRT transactions and how the process started? The first scheme was through um, Bacon and Woodrow. So most of our queries came from consulting actuaries, uh, some from trustees, but most were from consulting actuaries. So they would send us a specification and data. So that was the sort of start of it. And what I like to do is go through go through the specification and make out a list of questions so that I could actually give them a ring and ask them the questions and actually start to get some sort of to and fro between us. And that sort of sort of had started the, the process. So that we built that sort of relationship, try to build a relationship with these with these people. And that sort of helped, I think, because then what what later happened was that they started inviting us to go to see them. So, you know, Bacon Woodrow, Watson Wyatt, Lord Adventure, people like that, they would ask me to go and give them a chat about the, the business. So that that was very helpful. Uh, so then, you know, we got more and more business for, through these people. Did you find that after that initial transaction you mentioned just then, that it really picked up afterwards or was it slow at the beginning? It was a little bit slow at the beginning, but yeah, 1987 was the first first year. I think we sold five schemes, something like that. I think 1988, we sold seven. 1988 was then, it went up to about 19. And then it sort of started to take off a bit after, after that. But I had to do a, a report every month about the number of schemes that we were quoting on and you know successes and failures or well, I'll say failures but not winning schemes and 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 Dennis it was just before I joined but but of course the 
the work that we did with the shipbuilders scheme, I think I think that's possibly even still our our biggest scheme by number of number of uh, members and number of customers. Um, it must have been a, must have been a huge huge undertaking for the team back in back in the nineties. There, it was yes, twenty eight thousand deferred pensioners and fourteen and a half thousand pensioners. But not only that, it took um, it took about three years to to, to complete it all was the shipbuilding industries section of the British Shipbuilder Scheme. And this this particular section was actually uh, lots of different shipbuilding yards. So in the old days, each shipbuilding yard had its own pension scheme. I can't remember when it was, about 1981, they tried to put it all together. One of the reasons that we got the scheme, uh, we found out afterwards, was because they thought we were the only company who could actually take it on. They had lots of problems with the data. We had four people working on it for virtually full time, two on the deferred, two on the pensioners. And thinking about the wider PRT market at the time, uh, were there many other insurers competing on transactions? There wasn't one, but I think other, other companies like Prudential and Standard Life started to take an interest so at the beginning, we didn't sort of have very much in the way of uh, competition, but it, it built up over the over the years. But I know that um, we used to keep the stats. And in the early years, we got 90% of the business by by numbers of schemes. And but sometimes that would only be about 50% in terms of premium. The other companies who came in tended to go for the bigger schemes. They just went for the one big hit rather than. But we so we were mopping all the little schemes. I mean, I even had trustees ringing me up, pleading with me to take on a scheme because they couldn't find anybody else. Yeah, and that went on for quite a long time. And then, of course, things changed in 2006 when they brought in the new accounting rules so that companies were having to put their deficits on their balance sheet. So mostly mostly they were pensioners at the, in, the, in the initial years. You know, competition was a little bit bigger by then, but... Uh, but no, it virtually started from, from nothing. And I can imagine that the administration process was quite different to what it is today. Because when it started, we, we didn't have any responsibility for the admin. The story was that they had, they had three admin teams at the time, pensions admin teams, and the three section leaders were approached and asked if any of them would, would like to volunteer to be admin for the, for the new, new area. So with these schemes, if there was anything odd in them, we would always go down to the admin and to the admin leader and say, can, can we cope with this? And they always said yes. But it was only later, a few years later, that we found that yes meant that it was all on little cards, you know, so because there was no computer system to, to work with at the time. That was all developed later, later on. So as a result, Every scheme that we 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 went for, we the admin they always said that admin wise we could we could cope. So I'm not sure if that was you know, if we'd had a different person uh, to go to, they might have said no, and then perhaps the business would have never taken off. We used to fill in, have to fill in all these forms to go onto the payroll system. But then um, uh, one of the team he he devised this program whereby we could take data from from one source, convert it. To how we wanted it onto the payroll system and so we could do it all electronically. Dave what was the admin process like when you first started? 
Yeah, so I, I joined in in December '98, and I and I joined our uh, administration, our customer service team. So we were we were set up um, under the BPA as it was then, PRT uh, banner by then. I, I I think I think that was part of the 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 work on the on the shipbuilders pension scheme brought some of that administration team and and function together. So um so yeah, by the time I joined, we had. In many ways, quite a quite a similar setup to to, to what we have now. Our teams looking after uh, uh, clients and trustees, as Dennis just just talked about that that individual interaction and that uh, that direct line into into help and help and uh, and assistance and and a, and a customer service team with with members being looked after in house. So yeah, by by the time I joined in 1998, that was all a uh, all established. Dennis, I don't know if you if you if you can cover the history prior to. When I when I arrived in '98, well, one of the things that we always we always did was that when we when we sold a scheme, we always gave them the name and telephone number of somebody who they could ring. One one on the pensioner side and one on the deferred pensioner side, which I think was always very very much appreciated. Uh, I I refused to 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 have a call centre. I said no, we would do it all directly into one of the team members. That way then as well if, if if a query came up that was difficult to answer the team member knew they could come and then ask me to help them resolve the issue so i always felt that was very important that they had a direct telephone number and that into the into the team and i think they still do that dave do they yeah absolutely i was i was gonna gonna say i think so so much of what what you set up then is remains today you know we have our in-house team um which you've which you've talked about we have uh, direct our phone numbers into our team. We don't have a call centre. The, the 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 teams who uh, look after all the calculations and and payments are the are the team that our members get to talk to. So yeah, so so much of what you set up still persists today, which is um, and it, and it serves us fantastically. You know, we 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 offer a, a a great service today and get great great feedback. So um, yeah, incredible to see that that uh, you know 23 years of after I joined. 35 years after the business started that um, that the principles of what we do uh, are still so consistent and serving us so well so yeah absolutely that's that's it that's absolutely what we have in place today still but well, i hope the systems are a bit better now are they oh uh, yeah I, I mean quite quite a lot quite a lot i guess has changed you know we've we've moved offices um uh since uh, since dennis and i i work together we've we've become more digital we we uh have much more online uh, servicing capability and a growing online servicing capability the teams have uh doubled or potentially tripled in in size and and we're looking after more and more customers of course uh every year so so yeah pro- processes and systems definitely definitely improved and developed since 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 1998 when I joined but um but but you know from my point of view I'm absolutely thrilled that the the culture and 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 customer service principles haven't I I I remember my first day very well I I joined our customer service teams as I said and 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 Dennis was was the big boss right and he he made time to come and meet me on my first day introduce himself uh, showed an interest in who I was what I was doing why why I joined told me a lot about a lot about him and again that's something that we do today all of our new joiners meet all of our managers in the first week they learn a bit about the history of our business which um, uh, Dennis I might ask you to, to come and do 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 some do, do some presentations on that for our new joiners but uh, and also of course uh, the, the the future of our business so 
again, I think across, as I say, across the culturally in the team and 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 making people feel really part of a team uh, is something that Dennis instilled in us very early on and, and, and has carried on. But but also um, at that point around keeping the customer at the heart of of what we do, it's what we talk about today. But it's it's what it's what Dennis really uh, developed. Um, uh, you know, 35 or so years ago. So, so yeah, it's been it's been a great journey from from that point of view. Yeah, I always used to say to new staff and say, if if there's a problem, don't assume I just because I'm the boss that I know there's a problem. You know, if somebody doesn't tell me, I won't I won't know. I'll just assume everything is is hunky dory. One thing that that really stood out for me on joining and 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 working uh, with with the team was just a sense of of teamwork um, and and the team sort of growing uh, in those early years and uh, and everybody working so closely together. Obviously, you were a, a, a key part of that. I, I mentioned about meeting you on my first day. Uh, remember the coffee mornings that you used to have with us. I, I just wondered what your kind of recollection of the of the team was and how it how it grew and and how you sort of kept everybody working so closely together as it grew. Yeah, I think once it once it's realised that um, they wanted to expand the business, um, then we could virtually recruit as many people as we as we wanted. But we had a number of teams because we, you know, we had a called a sales team, so they would be the sort of fronting it and and doing all the quotation, getting all the quotation sorted, and answering all the queries and with the um, consulting actors and so forth. And then if a scheme was sold, we had a but they would sort of like be an inceptions team. So they would take over and deal with the the consulting actors and that to try and make sure we got all the data across in a in a reasonable time so that we could do a final cost. And then we had um so we had a team that uh, loaded the pensions onto the payroll system. And then in over time we developed another team that developed that put them onto the deferred pensioner system. We actually actually looked, well, LNG looked at actually buying off-the-shelf system. And I remember going to a to a meeting with with a company down in Red Hill or Rygate near to where I lived. But the, in the end, they decided the price was too too high, and this, and that's when they decided to do it in-house. So hopefully, that's all sort of working now, Dave. And the payroll, did that ever get um, upgraded? Yeah, absolutely. So that that system that you that you talk about developing for our deferreds, Dennis, we now we now have developed for all um, the other parts of our business. So we have everything on there from a reinsurance point of view, and we're just in the process of uh, migrating uh, onto the same system for our payroll. So we're about halfway through uh, halfway through that migration. So. Uh, and will be complete over the next next year or two. So that yes, that system that you that you remember us building um, has been developed uh, or is being developed as we speak, and and uh, and over the last few years to to move all our reinsurance uh, business and as I say our our, our payroll and, and pensioner customers, which is which is great. Obviously, we've got uh, now everything on on the one system. The new system um, uh, makes our processes much much quicker and much slicker. So. Um, we can do things much more quickly from a from a customer point of view, but it also will uh, enable much more digital and online servicing, which will be a, a big focus for us in the next uh, few months and, and years to give customers obviously another another way of communicating with us and, and contacting us and 
and viewing their information. So, so yeah, that new payroll system will really be an enabler for, for sort of future online and digital servicing, which will be great from from our point of view and from a and from a customer point of view. So, looking to the future now for the PRT sector, how do you think that the market will continue to adapt going forward? So time has time has flown. I, I think Dennis mentioned earlier about how we supported some of the smaller schemes i guess uh, back in the early days and as, as we know that's something we we carry on doing today and 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 um but but also some of the schemes that we work with have got much much larger and i think i think we are seeing uh, and have seen some 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 much larger larger transactions in the in the last few years and i think from my from my point of view on the on the on the customer service side i think we're we're always looking at ways and i think the industry will continue to look at ways of improving and uh, innovating whether that be uh, in digital and online self-servicing which we're uh, ourselves uh, uh, doing a lot of activity uh, on at the moment um, working hard to support customers with specific needs or different vulnerabilities is a real focus for us as a as a team and as a as an industry at uh, at the moment and and also finding different ways to interact with customers we've had member events where we've invited um, some of our customers to join us we've we've uh, invited them to to come and see us at shows we're recently at the bbc gardeners world live show interacting and uh, and talking to to a number of our customers so yeah i think i think from a customer service point of view we'll continue to see quite a lot of uh, innovation and uh, and change in the in the in the prt market but uh, as i said earlier i think i think the, the principles will will remain consistent i think um, you know, uh, as as we said, Dennis, Dennis, all those years ago, had the foresight to uh, to recognise the importance of customer service and kind of keep the members and the customers really at the heart of what what we do, and 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 whether that be in in big and small transactions. And uh, I see that continuing for, for for a long time to come. Before we end today, um, I just wondered whether you had any ending thoughts or anything else that you'd like to add. Obviously, uh, very pleased that of how the business has gone over the, the years. Never could have believed that it was going to be anything like this. I can't quite believe it's been four and a half years. I think I think you said, Dennis, since uh, since you left us. But it's been great to um, been great to reminisce and and catch up and remember some of those schemes and members. And um, and just thank you very much for giving me a job 23 years ago. It was uh, very much appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep up the good work, Dave. Thank it's you. In your hands, it's in your hands, Ned. Keep it going. Thanks both so much for your time today. It's been interesting to take a look at how it all started at the beginning. And it's great to hear that as well as all of the needed system updates and uh, process changes that we've had throughout the years, our principles have very much remained the same. Thank you and goodbye. <laughs>